I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, we have our year in review. That's today and tomorrow and the next day. Well, all of this week on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Monday, December 27th, 2021. I hope that you had a great Christmas weekend. You saw family, you ate well, you got some gifts you wanted, you gave some gifts they wanted, and you spent time with the people you love the most. This week, we're going into our year in review, where we're going to mention the biggest stories of the year. And we're going to be doing that with our writers and editors here at Decrypt. So every day, we're going to have a new writer, a new editor, to come on to talk about what their biggest stories are, their picks for the biggest stories of the year. Well, I bet you're also wondering what my biggest stories of the year were. Well, you can come listen, hear, watch me tell you what my biggest stories of the year were live Thursday, Eastern Standard Time, 11 o'clock a.m., where Dan Roberts, editor-in-chief, will interview me about my biggest stories of the year. Mark that in your calendar. That's this Thursday, the 30th, at 11 a.m., live streaming on Decrypt's YouTube channel. And I want to hear your biggest stories of the year, too. Well, actually, I have two asks for you. The first ask is, please, send me an email. Tell me how to make this show better for 2022. We've done a whole year of shows, and, well, we kept pretty much the same format through the whole year. We did make some changes. We added coin of the day. We took off listener questions. But now we're rolling into 2022. I also want to make some changes. Just refresh it a little bit. Let me know what you want to do with the show in 2022. Also, tell me your year in review. Tell me what your biggest stories of the year are, and I will put them on the air this weekend with a listener's year in review. You can send those to Matthew Aaron, Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-A-A-R-O-N, at decrypt.co. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 9.40 Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $51,403, up 3.2% in 24. Ethereum's at $4,100 even, up 1.4%. Binance Coin is at $554, up 2.5%. Tether's number 4, and Solana's at 202 up 2.6%. Rounding off the top 10, we have Cardano, XRP, USDC, Luna, and Polkadot, slipped into the number 10 spot. It's up 11% in 24 and 40% in 7. Total market cap, we're at 2.42 trillion, a BTC dominance of 40.1 and an F dominance of 20.1. And we're not going to have coin of the day today or this week because we want to get straight into these interviews. And today's interview is with executive editor Jeff John Roberts and his picks for the biggest stories of the year. Executive Editor Jeff John Roberts, your year in review is here. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Matthew. How are you doing? Excellent, excellent. I don't know if anybody can hear this, but he has a sure mic and he sounds excellent. You sound excellent, sir. 
Yeah, it's my, it's my new thing for the end of the year. I'm an audio geek now. I never believed in this stuff, but and I had some mic and another mic. And then people like get this one, and I'm not being paid to say this, but this sure mic. Everyone's like, you sound like you're on NPR, which is pretty cool. What we're talking about today is your picks for the stories of the year. We had a very very big year in crypto, and I just want to hear from you. What do you think are some of the biggest stories of the year, sir? Um, well, first off, I think it was it's funny. It's uh, actually on an Laura Shin's podcast the other day. We were talking about um, the it was this crypto's biggest year. It feels like every year is a big year in crypto, but this by far, 2021 is hands down the biggest year in crypto. So that makes picking the bigger sto- biggest stories um, the most fun. Um, I decided to look at the big companies in crypto because that's what I write about, what I cover a lot. Um, so one big moment is, hey, we now have the first crypto company went public. Coinbase went IPO. Um, you know, it's now listed on, you know, the, the NASDAQ along with companies like Apple and Google. And I think that's a big deal, um, you know, because for the longest time, crypto was like, oh, you know, there's sort of, you know, only private companies or startups. You didn't know what's under the hood. And I think that's a really big deal. There's now, you know, a, a you know, bona fide big crypto company on the public markets. And you can even throw Robinhood in there too. They went public as well. They're not pure crypto, but half their business is crypto. So I think that's something to notice. You know, we didn't have that before. How is the performance of Coinbase and Robinhood? Robinhood, if I am correct, Robinhood hasn't been doing that good after IPO, but Coinbase has been kind of up and down. Yeah. Uh, you know, to those of you who own Robinhood stock, I'm sorry, it's in the toilet. I mean, there's Robinhood has, has done uh, very poorly since its IPO. It's its stock is trading very low. Coinbase, um, you know, had that crazy initial pop. It went up to like 400 bucks or something. And now it's, you know, something I think really on more level. It's it's down. However, Coinbase's results have been terrific. I mean, they are, you know, turning a profit. They're running a good business. Um, and I think the market just kind of undervalues crypto because there's a lot of these kind of like, you know, pointy heads on Wall Street who analyze companies, but I just don't think they know crypto that well. So they don't quite understand the fundamentals because they're so different than other companies. You know, maybe I'm biased because I work in crypto, but I think, um, you know, because Coinbase is making a lot of money, making a lot of profit and is growing fast. Normally that's a recipe for a stock to pop, but it has not been so much. I think part of it, there's still a bit of a bias against crypto companies out there. And we're talking about some bias uh, this week in crypto or last week and the week before we're hearing a lot of partisan divide when it comes to Congress about what crypto is, where it's going and what it should be. But one thing is, like we said, you're talking about big companies. Twitter had a big year when it came to crypto. Jack Dorsey has always been pretty bullish on, well, Bitcoin, at least not crypto, but Bitcoin. What happened with Twitter this year? Yeah, that's another big story in that, you know, we've known the Silicon Valley giants, you know, Facebook, Google, Amazon. You know, but Twitter's another one on there. Twitter's not quite as big as those other companies, but very influential company. So I think we've long been waiting when Silicon Valley is going to get into crypto. And hey, you know, look what Jack Dorsey did. He basically bolted Bitcoin payments onto uh, onto the Twitter network. Um, you know, so you can now you know tip people in Bitcoin with the Lightning Network or by pushing you know uh, your address back and forth. That's pretty huge. It opens up a global payment mechanism. Um, it's interesting too. Jack Dorsey, the former CEO of Twitter, who stepped down recently uh, to run Square exclusively, his other company. But he's a pure Bitcoin maxi. I'm not sure why that is. You know, I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just how it is. You know, you'd think because also Twitter has plans to uh, turn you know make NFTs part of your Twitter profile and you know build NFTs into the onto the Twitter platform, which seems like a good idea. However. Um, you know, it's, I think some of us were surprised that he's all in on Bitcoin because obviously Ethereum's a more versatile chain for those sort of activities. 
Uh, but, you know, Jack Dorsey's all in on Bitcoin and believes it can be done. So I'm really watching that to see how that turns out. We'll be right back with more of Jeff's picks right after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Another big thing that a uh, story when it comes to big companies this year, I would say would probably be MicroStrategy. And MicroStrategy was probably the leader, in my opinion. I don't know if it was just this year or the year before that last as well, but with buying Bitcoin. So we were always talking about, especially 2017, we need that institutional money coming in, those corporations, the banks and whatever to start buying Bitcoin. And well, Michael Saylor, the CEO of MicroStrategy, has really been putting a lot of money where his mouth is. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting story too. You know, I mean, uh, Matthew, I'm sure I'm, I think it's likely you and most of your readers and me had never heard of MicroStrategy. They're like a cybersecurity company that sells like, I don't know, antivirus software. Apologies if that's wrong, but point being they're a respectable company. They had their little niche, but then their CEO just like went wild for Bitcoin and used his you know big public corporation as a vehicle to start buying Bitcoin. So its performance has been, you know, insanely good at just like anyone else who bought large amounts of Bitcoin. Um, so it's a kind of a funny strategy. It's this company that was one thing, and I think they still do their thing of like selling cybersecurity software. But, you know, the main act these days is just buying Bitcoin. So it's a way for people to get exposure to Bitcoin. And um, I think also, as you know, you implied, it's good for the larger markets to see a big public company putting stuff on its balance sheet. So kind of a quirky company, kind of a weird sort of pivot, cybersecurity to Bitcoin holding company, but whatever. Um, they're a player. Thank you for admitting that we all didn't know MicroStrategy before this. And all of a sudden, Michael Saylor is this household name in the crypto space. MicroStrategy is the household name, but nobody heard of them before they started buying Bitcoin. And do you think, now this might be an interesting question, but and obviously uh, subjective, do you think that the Bitcoin play w- was a marketing play for MicroStrategy as well as it was just to own some Bitcoin? I don't know. It can't have hurt, huh? Because now everyone's heard of MicroStrategy. And so maybe if you're out there, you know, buying some cybersecurity software for your podcast, you got a new company to think about. Um, yeah, I don't know. Or the guy just, I think, is just all in on Bitcoin. Very funny story, though. But uh, yeah, you have to get him on one day and ask him directly. I, I might I might have to do that. And somebody else I really also want to get on is Mr. Elon Musk, who is Times Person of the Year. He's another big company that bought Bitcoin. Earlier this year, he started taking Bitcoin for his Teslas and then stopped, and then Doge, and then Floki Frunk Puppy. He's had a big year. What's the story behind that? Uh, God, do you have uh, two hours? No, uh, Elon Musk, I mean, I'm not a Tesla reporter, but obviously everyone knows who he is, and he's such a colorful figure, and he just got into Bitcoin for fun, I think, and you know, he mentions Bitcoin, but then the Doge thing, too, I found very strange. You know, Remember, that was a big moment this year, going on Saturday Night Live, and Elon Musk, you know, biggest entrepreneur in the country, telling him to buy Doge. And, you know, then, you know, those prices went crazy. Um, and the flocky thing, I don't even pretend to understand, but 
um, you know, I, I don't know, because Musk is a brilliant entrepreneur. He's a scientist. He's also a mega troll. So, you know, what his deal is, I don't know. But I think he probably genuinely likes crypto. And, you know, I think it'd be probably pretty interesting if you could wake up in the morning and like tweet Doge or say Doge on the radio. And then the whole country or the whole crypto thing goes, community goes crazy. So I don't pretend to understand what makes Elon Musk tick, but he is one of the biggest stories this year. So this year, institutional money, co- corporations, Coinbase, Robinhood, Twitter on Bitcoin, Dorsey leaving Twitter, going to Square, Bitcoin Maxi. We have Elon Musk putting Bitcoin onto Tesla's balance sheet, as well as maybe a little Doge. We're not too sure what's going on there, uh, but Elon loves Doge. The reason why he likes Doge is because he said he was on the floor of his company, Tesla, and the people, his workers, were investing in Doge. And so he feels that Doge is the people's coin. And we have MicroStrategy. So with all of that happening in 2021, what do you think is going to happen in 2022? Now, obviously, it's predicting the future. Obviously, we're reporters and we try to report on facts and what we see and what we know to be true. But I have to ask you for your, your prediction, sir. Yeah. And it's kind of a fun time of year because you get to play games like this and you're supposed to say, oh, well, I don't know where crypto is heading. And I don't, but I'll still play the game. Um, what I'm watching for is, okay, Twitter got in, uh, Tesla got in. There's some other really big names who have yet to get into crypto. I'm talking about Apple. Was this the year they go into crypto? Um, you know, can you imagine that? Like, you know, think of Apple's distribution, you know, the amount of people have iPhones, it's software, it's computers. You know, that would be if they made a crypto push. I'm really curious if that's going to happen. Um, likewise, you know, Amazon. Amazon, they're tinkering with the payments. Uh, you know, so I think those big companies worry a little bit about antitrust and Facebook. Facebook's interesting. You know, I don't think many people are fans of Mark Zuckerberg or Facebook, but remember, they were the first to try the wallet, but the government came at them so hard. They had to just put out this sort of like shell of a wallet that uses some other stable coin or something. But I'm going to be curious if Facebook can get back in the crypto game through, remember, the CEO Mark Zuckerberg changed company to Meta, going all in on the metaverse. There's another big story for you from this year. Um, and, you know, obviously, if you have a metaverse, you need something to pay for, you know, the stuff you do in the metaverse. So could this be, you know, Facebook's kind of, sorry, Meta, I don't know, I still can't call it Meta, it's always gonna be Facebook. <laughs> but will, uh, will Facebook, you know, they, this be their sort of like, they get a second try at being a big, big player in crypto. Okay, so I'm going to have to play this game with everybody uh, in this week of year in review. And so since we're talking about big companies, I think I'm going to go with you with this. Apple will get into crypto, but I think it's going to be with Apple Pay. That Bitcoin or Dogecoin or Litecoin or whatever coins that they're going to incorporate with Apple Pay, you'll be able to pay and use and buy and sell uh, with crypto with Apple Pay. Other than that, I don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the markets. I think 2022 is when we're going to get our spot ETF finally. Um, but who is that going to be? What big company is going to be first? I'm not too sure. Again, I'm going to bet on ARK Invest, maybe um, Grayscale, Bitcoin. I don't know, but Apple and spot ETF this coming year. Jeff, John Roberts, thank you very much for coming on and telling us your picks for the year biggest stories. Always a pleasure, Matthew. Uh, happy holidays to you and to your, to your listeners. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Remember, send me an email, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. Tell me your year's biggest stories. I'll do a recap of listeners' biggest stories this weekend, as well as what do you want to see in this show in 2022. And until tomorrow, where we talk to Scott Cipollina, writer from Decrypt, in his year interview, happy hodling everyone. <laughs>